King in it. Rule your own world. We're going in, dear boys. Get back in. And that was Kathy May, who's 15 from Norway, singing Boom Boom Way Ho. <laughs> <laughs> what an absolute champion. <laughs> 5.5 million views that's got and that's just one video that's not even her like original video what just a girl google that youtube that it's the funniest video i've seen in a long time <laughs> just the way her mouth moves she's just so into it she loves it she's she's a corker of a girl so cheers for that kathy absolutely nothing to do with india but i thought i thought i'd give you a little smile to neither begin is the, the... michelle mcmanus <laughs> yes we've had lots of comments about michelle being on People loved it. Michelle being on. She's on. <laughs> She's a little four-second intro for us. <laughs> but she was the one people talked about. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. It was a good little bit of promo. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So, let's hope uh, we get. Let's get Michelle McManus back into the charts. <laughs> Christmas number one, two thousand. No, I want. I want Carol to be number one. Do you know what he came across today? What? When I was looking for music, you remember Darius? Oh yeah, you remember him? Hang on, hang on. I've got, I've got to find. Amy the thinks song. she's got her own radio show now. No, honestly, the hits. I had it up earlier. The hits with Captain Bannister. Tell me if you remember this song. Can you remember what his last name was? Was it like Dinesh? I have no idea. Give me one second. I get this for you now. <gasps> there it is. There we go. This is what you've been waiting for, lads. This is what you tuned in for. Nobody said be so beautiful. You remember that? No, hang on. Alright, enough of that. Hang on. I'm colorblind. We've got a lawsuit on our hand now. <laughs> Definitely getting sued for that. Um So welcome back to the King of It podcast. Um I'll get this back on track. Sorry. If you're brand new here. My name's Craig, and my co-pilot is Captain Bannister, a.k.a. Amy B. Hiya. Um, this podcast is season two, and this is about our mental journey across India and our little rickshaw named Chapati, who we miss dearly. F- smile on the face again. I just wish people came like physically on that trip with us. It would be so funny to be able to talk about this to, to other people instead of myself and yourself. <laughs> Oh, I just, it makes me smile just thinking about it. So if you didn't listen to our last podcast, which was episode five, uh, we talked about our experience in Mumbai, seeing people poke their eyes out with swords. Oh, yeah. Exploring the biggest manual laundry production on planet Earth. Love that. And getting free coffee in a palace. Wicked. So there was a lot that happened. We had a time in Mumbai, didn't we? We really did, yeah. Yeah, corker of a time. Um, Got some bad news for you. Oh. It's nothing to do with global pandemics. Um, We've dropped in the charts. We're number 57 now. Shut up. We were number eight. Now we're number 57. Oh, my nan. So that means that you guys... You're not doing your bit, to be honest. You're not reviewing us on Apple Podcasts. You're not um, reviewing us on Podbean. This is free, Craig. I know. This is free entertainment for people to listen to while at the moment they're painting painting their back garden fences or their bedrooms and, and just having a clear out of everything it's just not good enough is absolutely it absolutely free bunch, well, bunch of bastards <laughs> <laughs> so thanks for your help yeah not wink wink um because of you we're, we're at number 57 so... actually actually should we not say that should we just be like guys we kind of need your help just be nice nah. And nah. then, and we'll tell them. Nah, tell them off, innit? We need, um, we need your help. If you could go and leave us a lovely review, get us back up to uh, number one podcasters in the UK for travel and places. Yeah. I mean, who's been to India and driven a rickshaw through it? That is like currently a number. Who's number one? Don't know. We're writing a letter. I know we should, shouldn't we? I'd love to know who number one is. Though. We should go and egg their office with vegan eggs. <laughs> You're not allowed out. <laughs> oh yeah. We just think about it. So, uh, how's your week been? Me? Yeah, you. Uh, quite busy actually. Is it? Yeah. Um. So I'll just I'll just let you know. Craig and I aren't getting paid from the government because technically, because we have a YouTube channel, we can still earn money. Yeah. However, ours is a travel channel. So how does that work, babes? <laughs> Please let me know how I'm supposed to travel from my bathroom to the kitchen and earn a thousand pound a month. Well, the best part about that is we we actually managed to make a video of us 
traveling from the bathroom to the the living room. Okay, come in Sunday. Anyway, <laughs> that's not the point. It's, it's super hard uh, at the minute because we've had all of our travel plans cancelled because of the coronavirus. So now we're at home. We, we'll be being a bit loopy, in we? I mean, wait till you see the vlog that's going out on Sunday. We've lost our damn minds. No, we we've always been like it, but people just <laughs> haven't seen the weirdness of us. So this is the true. I mean, this podcast is weird enough, but wait till you see the video. We've been in lockdown now for maybe a week, say. Yeah. 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 And we thought we'd uh, do like a, a one one full day in isolation with Amy and Craig. Mm. So, yeah, we've been filming a lot. Our week's been busy. Our week has been the best part about it. We made a cake, vegan cake. Oh, I've got a piece next to me right now. Oh it was too God. big to finish, but it is solid gold. Sensational. So, yeah, top week, really. Fantastic. What about you, WBU? What about you? Same. I, I mean, we were doing the same I thing. Guess, I guess you were here. While um, that was happening. The problem is, whenever I'm in a confined space with Amy, I forget that she's got like a tendency to have like seven bags with seven grenades, and she just throws the bags in the room. All the grenades go off. There's like clothes hanging off the lights. There's pants everywhere. There's there wigs everywhere. Stuff everywhere. Because I've brought my stuff. It's over. like a, a makeup room for like a. Yeah, a we've movie got set. a green screen. There's a guitar <laughs> in the corner. Like I don't know who we think we are. <laughs> so yeah. Um, the next part of this podcast, we're going to be journeying from Mumbai and heading to Goa. That is not a word. What? Journeying. Yeah, it is. Google it now. Is it? I don't know. You said it with confidence, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I believe you. <laughs> so. Where are we going, sorry? Mumbai to Goa. Mumbai to Goa. Come on, keep up. You sorry, were there. Sorry, sorry, sorry. So that was the plan. And sorry, the plan was to make it there for Holy Festival. That's right. That was one of the main things we wanted to see that's right in india and that's yeah. why we chose that time of year to go yeah so holy festival was when um april. good question it was april the something so didn't you have something pop up on your facebook today being like oh you was in india a year ago yeah i was Kerala though i was after yeah lovely times so yeah the total distance between the two was 588 kilometers or 365 miles that's mad mate in a, in a rickshaw with three small wheels, that's pretty, yeah, for the Indian roads as well. We did well. We did do well. What does your little diary extract say then? Day 40. After driving all day and arriving at sundown, we only managed 227 kilometres. Arrived at the hotel and paid too much for a paper-thin mattress and some average food. Had an early night ready for the next day. Not much happened, really. You, you, we just you drove probably could have left that out, to be honest. <laughs> I'm like, cool story, bro. No, but like, there was a massive distance between the two, so I'm just setting the tone. I understand for what's to come. As I tell people on nearly almost all of the podcast uh, episodes, you do not understand how long we were in that rickshaw. Oh for. my days! Yeah, we we kind so of much don't. Driving. It was so much, and like, if we talked about every day, it would it, it would literally be like the roads were shit, we were too hot, and we were dehydrated. Yeah. Anyway, moving on. We struggled to find vegan food. That wouldn't make a shit up, Hans. <laughs> day 41. Started the day at 9am. And after the rickshaw boys told us it wasn't possible. Do you remember this? Pulled up to the rickshaw boys. And they were like, hello, where they are you going? They told us what wasn't possible. We were like, we're driving to Goa. Bearing in mind, oh, yeah. we'd already knocked off 277 Wait, are we gone half the country by this time? And they're like, oh, Goa, can't be done. Yeah, they were like, are can't you joking be done. Me? So I was like, that's a challenge, mate. Watch they me. are naysayers. You don't need them in your life. I know. If you've got somebody that... I thought they had my back. If they tell you anything in your life, right? If you go, I've got a dream. I want to become like a exotic bathtub maker. <laughs> and they say, mm, I'm not sure about that. You just know what to do with them. Boot them to the curb. Yeah? Is that what you want to do? Yeah. I've thought about it. You know, I've dabbled in uh, pottery and that. Pottery. So. Okay. So um, we had a ropey start. And tried to see a mechanic because Chapati was playing up. Hang on, where were we right now? Let's we're, set the scene. I've already told the people. Everyone's listening apart from you. Yeah, but we're on we're, our way we're, to Goa. Yeah. We've left a little place called Bisu. Bisu. Yeah, middle of nowhere, mate. Couldn't even tell you. So Chapati's playing up, tried to see a mechanic. Turns out I left the choking. I forgot to say, oh yeah, by the way, <laughs> I only know what a choke is because the first car that my dad ever bought me was a Honda Civic 
We called him John. And, and long story short, he actually set fire when we were in the car. <laughs> yeah. And so that was the end of John. But he had a choke. And I was like, what is a choke? My dad, like, he was like, it was. it's just because it's an old car. Mm. So basically... When it's cold, you have to pull the choke out to be able to start the car. I believe it puts more petrol into something yeah. to get the car going. Yeah. So Chapati has a choke. So I yeah. Got that. In oh the, my yeah, god. Yeah, no. And so in the mornings, yeah, if if it was a bit sketchy to start and a bit jumpy, you pull the choke out, and um, on maybe two or three occasions, I left the choke in by accident. Which means Craig drained our petrol. Like, no, it didn't. I it. mean, no, it didn't drain all the petrol. We stopped at one point. We couldn't get it going. And it was because of petrol, wasn't no, it? No, it was because the choke was out. Because if you leave the choke out, yeah. it, flo- <laughs> it floods part of the engine. That has nothing to do with using the petrol, mate. Same thing. <laughs> I think she's a mechanic now. Um, the roads were utter shite for 90% of the drive. And so it was the longest time and distance we had covered from the start. We tested out the miles per gallon on Chapati, and it turns out she can do 736 kilometres exactly on 30 litres of petrol. That's amazing. Is that good? I don't even know. I I mean, what's that? Because we're talking in kilometres now, and we really got used to that while being on the road. Like Europe, India, they all use KMs. Type that in to Google, 736 kilometres in miles. Because that's 30 litres of petrol. That's probably what our Yaris has got. 7.30 KMs into miles. Hmm. Um, 453 miles. That's that's great, that, isn't that's it? That's pretty decent, yeah. I mean, I if think so, anyway. London's like 200 miles, isn't it? Yeah. So you could go to London and back, back for 30 quid. That's amazing. Bargain. Of Mumbai. course we did. Oh, did it take us two days? No, the second day was the morning we were leaving that Bisu place. Mm. We were like, we're going to go to Goa. And they were like, absolutely not, mate. But we did it. We got there in the evening. Do you remember when we pulled up in that alley and we were exhausted had and we bu- stinking? Would we, we book that hotel? No. No. We just turned up to try and find somewhere. Who do we think we are? <laughs> Wait, we've been traveling for like five years now. Why would we do that? I don't know. So yeah, um, we got to Goa and instantly it was like a complete change on it because we'd been like staying in all these little rural towns. We'd been to like... Mumbai in the middle of nowhere where there was no tourists. We had experienced the real India, hadn't we? Amen. Completely. Mm. Like from the from the top to the bottom, everything was Indian. There was kind of like no, hardly any Westerners to start with, never mind like Westernized places like mm. restaurants or buildings or anything. Everything was pure India and it was wonderful. However... We were gutted, weren't we, when we got to Goa? Yeah, because like, I had it in my head. I was like, people go there for a reason, so it must be beautiful. Yeah. And so I was like, well, give it a chance. Um, you know, we'll turn up and see what happens. But instantly, I noticed the difference in the locals. Yeah. That was the biggest mm-hmm. telltale and sign. And I hate that. I really do. Yeah, because what happens in when you go to, like, you know, the back ends of nowhere, and like nice villages, or even Delhi, you know, where not many people, tourists where we were there wasn't many tourists Mm -hmm. everyone's like super friendly but as soon as we got to goa the attitude of the locals is just horrible they were just so most of them anyway not all of them they're so like they just talk to you like shit because they hate tourists so they just assume that you know that's what you're there for as well yeah it's kind of like our fault why they are like they are because they just want to sell you something Mm. inevitably at the end of the day you're there so they can sell you something do you remember because Literally, the the reason I remember this is because we pulled up. We were trying to find hotels, so we drove to another place, and I was parked up. It was quite dark. Wasn't it was it? quite right dark, now, yeah. and there was nowhere. There was no one around really. And this guy came out, and started shouting at me for parking in this random spot. Yeah. And I had a massive argument with him. I was so pissed off because you're tired. I was and tired hungry, and hungry. And we need to get somewhere, and he was so rude. He was so rude. Yeah, he was it. a tall dick. And so I was just like, "Oh shit, mate! Don't park what I want." <laughs> is it? No, I did get annoyed because I was just like, "Yeah." I was over it already. Yeah. So when, because all I remember of going into Goa is like, there wasn't streets. The streets were lined with markets. Yeah. It didn't seem like you were driving through a street. It seemed like you were driving through a market. The it is either side of you, there was shops, restaurants, and clothes just being hung up everywhere. Yeah. And there was loads of like, um, like psychedelic paintings and mm. hip hip hippy things. 
Yeah. Um, a lot of people walking around like Westerners with dreadlocks, dreadlocks with, with no yeah. shoes and like just shorts on. Yeah. And like, yeah, we went to this one cafe. Do you remember? <laughs> and we just went for like dinner and it was people, it was just all these people looked like they were tripping off LSD or... Mm, oh, yeah. And they were just all laying around and sweating and it was it horrible. Was really, it was like a drug really den. Strange, yeah. It was so weird. This is in North Goa. North Goa. Close to... Anjuna Beach. It was that the kind of area we were in. I don't remember. I think it was Anjuna, yeah. So yeah, so that was our first taste of it. Um, so we got we we turned up to the hotel, and if you've seen the videos, we were a state because this is the longest and furthest we'd ever driven. We were black. We were completely covered in dirt. Oh, oh, I remember. Our, our faces, like our hair was all over the place. It was dust everywhere. Is this the one where I put up on Facebook and I was like, India won, king in it, nil? Yeah. Yeah. All right. I know. I know exactly where we are right now. <laughs> yeah. So we had a paper thin mattress after that drive. So we were fuming about that. So it wasn't even a hotel we were staying in, was it? It was somebody's house. No, it was like, like a guest house. Like a guest house, yeah. yeah. So the family came out and they were buzzing with the rickshaw, as per usual. Wanted to know everything about it. Um, and then, oh, finding money was difficult. Didn't you have to pay cash and you couldn't find? Yeah, so it was that typical thing where if you don't have a card, you have to like jump on someone's bike. And I was knackered. Yeah. So I, I drove like 40 minutes with this fellow on the back of a bike. Take you somewhere, yeah. Like trying to find, like, we tried about four cash points. I was just like, oh my God. Yeah. So we, we finally went in then. And this is where I said, if he comes back up now, I'm going to kick his head in. What was that for? <laughs> we had no hot water and the bed was literally like, you could knock on it. It was hard as wood. Yeah. And I... we were so pissed. I was just like, if he comes up here, I'm going to knock his head in. <laughs> if you've noticed the trend in this podcast, we gradually get more and more impatient and more and more annoyed. Like there were there were nuggets of, we're, we're so British in the fact that, if you come home when you're British, you come back from a holiday, people go, how was it? You go, yeah, yeah, it was good. But this was bad and this was bad and this was bad. Yeah. So we're kind of, this is a bit of a British review of India, isn't it? No, I said what's good. Yeah, like what? We haven't said what's good about Goa just yet. Not yet, no, because we, we didn't have a good time for a few days. This is, we're going as it happens, so bear yeah. with us. It does, it does get better. So day 42. But hang on, he didn't come up and I didn't smash his head in. <laughs> he didn't smash his head in, no. Yeah. But we had a terrible night's sleep. So we decided, because we were so tired and we were going to be there for Holy, we decided to get a little posh hotel, didn't we? Yeah, we did. Uh, actually... I'll give you a tenner if you can remember what it was called. No, not a clue. But it was discounted. It was down from £40 a night, which is way loads of money in India, to £10 a yeah. night, which was like our budget of £10 a night. Yeah. So we booked, what, like three days there? Yeah. It was brilliant. It was really You know nice. when you get that stripy like white linen and you just know linen. it's going to be good? Linen. 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 <laughs> linen. L-I-N-U-N. Linen. E, isn't it? Linen. So that's exactly the same thing. <laughs> you know you're going to have a good time. Get the time. linens out, love. <laughs> Nobody says that. <laughs> so yeah, I remember that spot. It was lovely. And there was a guard as well. Who used to like smile at us every time we took Chapati out. Yeah, it was nice. It was cute. So, um, change hotels, day 42. Tw- this is the 20th of March, 2019. Change hotels to the lovely Treehouse Sonnet. Had some shit breakfast there. Oh. Fuck. And headed for a second breakfast in Bean Me Up. Bean Me Up. Bean Me Up, I yeah. remember that because it was a vegan spot, wasn't it? That was amazing. Do you remember there was like, there was like a big net? There was like an outdoor sitting area with these huge trees and there was like a big net to catch all the leaves. And there was monkeys that would just play right. in, the, in the thing. They weren't, they were just wild. Yeah. It was amazing. It was really cool, wasn't it? So this was kind of like a westernized uh, cafe. Um, and I am a little bit of, of like a little snob when it comes to it sometimes. I think we'd had so much Indian food that were leaving us with bad bellies. I was like, we need like some toast or something. So yeah. let's go here. But yeah, it was just like sitting in the jungle with like wooden... Wooden seats and wooden tables. And then, yeah, above you, there was just like monkeys just, yeah, jumping around. That was really cool. It was cool, but it was scary at the same time because me and monkeys, we just, we've got history. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> you do have a history. I did get bitten in the monkey forest in Bali before, but it that's legit my, one of my favorite places to go in the world. Where? The, the monkey, monkey forest. forest. You love yeah. it there, don't you? I love it, yeah. It's just so incredible. Because like, like humans, like monkeys have just got different faces and different personalities you're a bit like a monkey you like eating loads and you get quite aggressive sometimes yeah yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> do you want to you fucking fight or i've what? seen you throw your own shit as well <laughs> <Stop it. laughs> 
Don't bring that domestic up. Nobody needs to know about that, Craig. Uh, headed to the beach, Anjuna was Anjuna, mm-hmm. which was an utter dive. Oh, is it that had, what you've written? It had dirty water. Is it rude? Horrible beach clubs bumping techno. Oh, techno. With dusty menus and pervy Indian men on the beach. Oh, fantastic. That sounds like a dream. Yeah. So that essentially is what North Goa is like. Yeah. And when I say dusty menus, like you, you go and sit outside a... You know, on one of those chaise longs on the beach. Chaise long, yeah. Love it. <laughs> and, you, and they pass you a drinks menu and it's like, you can't even read it because it's covered in dust and grime. Yeah. I feel like sometimes when we diss places like this, there's probably like a couple out there that go to North Goa every summer on their holidays and they love it. Mm. But uh, just, uh, you know, take this with a pinch of salt. The places we went and the, and the spots we saw kind of felt like this to us. But I'm sure, I mean, we didn't, we didn't no, cover I, the whole of North Goa, did we? You speak for yourself. I'm going to tell you right now. Oh, I got a I got a review of North Goa coming up in this diary. Okay. And it's uh, it's harsh. It's it's the truth, you do, know. Do you throw your shit halfway through? <laughs> Don't do that. I'll I'll throw some shit. Watch <laughs> out. So um, dropped off some laundry and shopped for some NSYNC clothes for Holy. So Amy wanted to go full linen. White right. tops and bottoms. Hang on a minute. Hold the phone, Holmes. You are way ahead. So if you would like to tell the people what Holy Festival is right now. So Holy Festival is a... Is, um, I know they throw a bunch of coloured paint around, like powdered colour paint. <laughs> Not shit. No. Um, and everyone tends to wear white, so it like sticks to the clothes and everyone looks super colourful. Um, but I've forgotten what the actual celebration is for. Isn't it like a, a celebration of new life and, and forgiving old yeah, sins? Yeah, it was like, um, what, here, Holi is an important spring festival for Hindus, a national holiday in India and Nepal with uh, regional holidays in other countries. To many Hindus and some non-Hindus, is a playful cultural event and an excuse to throw coloured water at friends or strangers in jest. So I think we opened the vlog by saying it's like, it's like a, a festival where people can sort of mend broken friendships and yeah. and yeah, just become better people with I'm not sure about the whole new life thing, but mm. yeah. It's just it's just a lovely festival. Yeah. And they don't throw coloured water, even though they do spray you with water because the powder sticks a lot more. So we were planning so we made it to go out. We got there for holy. We didn't have any clothes and, and holy uh, we, was we got there just in time, didn't it we? It was the next day, yeah. Yeah, we got there late. a guy with like a long ponytail it was like a western another westernized place um i can't remember what we ate it was great name but no i don't remember so um yeah went home and had diarrhea all night oh. straight back on the squirts oh great i think i've been on them anyway i think it was just a standard thing but you had been yeah because yeah. although we got to go uh, like the day before we don't actually say what we did that day we probably didn't do anything because you were you were quite bad weren't you i was quite bad um, this is the worst it got for me. So this is the diary extract. From, I think I think I'm ready from the next morning. Okay. Um, twenty first of March, day forty three. I've actually with this diary that I kept as um a little Marco Polo one. There was actual actual stickers that came with it. Oh yeah. First sticker I used. Put a sad face on oh. there. <laughs> a face crying. <laughs> <laughs> Spent the entire night on the toilet with excruciating cramps and diarrhea. Oh, goodness. I've never experienced that level of stomach pain before. And and I was confused as to where it came from because we ate at quite a westernized place. Uh, had a lie in and went for breakfast in the Beam Me Up Cafe again. Now, I didn't actually write in here what happened that night. Probably because I was too embarrassed. Shit the bed, didn't I? Shut up. <laughs> I mean, is um... <laughs> right. So let me just rewind a little bit. <laughs> so what happened was, I had really bad diarrhizzle. Is this happening now? Yeah, it's happening. Yeah, I just I'm just telling the people what happened to me. You know, it was a dark time. I don't want anyone to experience it. Agony that I went through that night. You, you, I don't know how you missed all of this or I how mean, you slept through it all. I'm a fantastic sleeper. If you don't know already, put me anywhere and I'll sleep wherever. I think it's because I get travel sick a lot that I'm able to to just zone out and sleep wherever. 
So, so I never heard anything. I do apologize. Take the floor, Craig. Tell, no, I, tell the people. I'm glad you didn't because it was oh. it was horrendous. <laughs> so like my stomach swelled about five times the size. No like I looked pregnant. My stomach was so bloated. So it wasn't so much that I was like having, you know, bad toilets. It was just major, major cramps. I was on my hands and knees at one point and I was literally going, like making noises like that because it was so bad. At one point I was like, I'm going to have to go to hospital because I don't know what to do with myself. I mean, I feel you. It was horrendous. So when I eventually got into bed after like, I was up and down to the toilet maybe seven times. I hit, And that's the worst bit, isn't it? Yeah. Like it's I was broken just exhausted. And yeah. So, so when I when I thought my stomach had finally settled, I got into bed, right? Yeah. And um, I was drifting off. Yep. And in my sleep, I thought I did a little fluff. Oh. Yeah. But it just came out. It wasn't. It was like it squirted out, right? <laughs> <For laughs> Sorry for being so graphic. <laughs> came out, and I instantly I thought for some reason that you would know that it was that much that you knew what was going on. So I was like, "Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry," and you're like, "What are you doing?" <laughs> Middle of the night, now. Yeah. I vaguely remember you doing something, but you know when you're sort of half in asleep and you're just like, "What?" and then you fall back asleep and you forget completely. Yeah. Did you have pants on? Uh, no, I don't know why. Oh, Starkers. Righto. Um, but like, because I'd been up and down so much, it was almost like it was just like watery. Right. <laughs> so I just kind of chucked a towel on it, rubbed it around and went, went back to sleep. <laughs> oh, I didn't have any other option. I wasn't going to sleep on the floor. Um, so yeah. I so remember you putting it. This is what I remember. It was the middle of the night and I remember you putting a towel down. But when, because <laughs> it was really hot in India, sometimes like when we don't have... Or even when we do have air con, but it's not that good. I would just completely wet a towel, lay it on the bed and lay on top of that. And I think that's just what I thought you'd done. Mm. It's just you were just hot and you were putting a towel down. But I was so tired because obviously we're in this together, you know. And no, we weren't. I was on my own. No, no. Suffering no. alone. I mean, the, the whole travelling <laughs> yeah. thing. We were knackered, like minus all of this. So I think I was just out for the count. Yeah. I didn't understand or realise that you had such a bad night, babes. Oh, it was terrible. But you didn't need to shit the bed, though. I mean, I tried not to. It just happened. Just a cheeky little guff, you know? <laughs> Turned into a cheeky little shart. Oh, so that was as bad as it got for me. And if you, again, I know I keep saying this, if you've seen the videos and the holy video, I'm like a dangerous shade of grey mm. in that video because I was so ill. <laughs> you wouldn't have seen said shart on video, though. We didn't no. film that at all. I'm actually surprised that you want to share this to tens of thousands of people when it's been a secret between me and you for such a long time. <laughs> it is a funny story, though. You know, it does happen. I'm not the only one, if you're honest. You've shit the bed many a time. I, I haven't, though. <laughs> I really haven't. So, yeah, so the Holy Festival was that day. So after the worst (laughs) night's sleep of my life and, you know, shat in the bed, I had to try and go out and enjoy Holy Festival with the whole town. That's tough. That is tough. With with our said NSYNC costumes that we forgot to go back to. Dressed in all white, which was a bit risky. You were risque. (laughs) You sure were. Oh, crikey. So, yeah, we ended up meeting our friends, Justin and Megan, our Canadian buddies, a.k.a. the Global Snowbirds on YouTube. They've started their own channel as well. So go and check them out because they're fab. Yeah. So, um, yeah, we we took Chapati, which was amazing because obviously, you know, you you usually just walk around the streets. But we took Chapati. Yeah. And uh, we all jumped in and we had paint and Mm. we gave some guys a lift. Well, we didn't know how this would all go down, did we? All we knew is that there was Holy Festival. We we didn't see anyone when we came out. There was nobody dressed in white. You were just like, oh, for God's sake, Amy, making us do this. And I felt really bad because I was like, oh, have we got the wrong day or something? Yeah. Um, and we didn't know like which area to go to. If you Google it as a Westerner, there's not like, you know, it's not like families that have signed up that you can join on the day or whatever. No, there's like house parties, there's like pool parties and yeah, stuff. Yeah, you could go to like certain hotels and they'd have yeah. parties on. But we were like, oh, we kind of want to spend this festival with the true indian people yeah some locals you know yeah. like a family yeah some lovely people so we did actually find one in the rickshaw didn't we yeah we got super lucky so that was a blessing basically because we could take chapati around and see what was good you know yeah and then on the way people were just well they would smash dust in us weren't they as we went <laughs> smash dust in. and yeah like chapati's white and i was like oh this is a terrible idea like she's gonna get stained and yeah people were just like 
come up to you with it on both hands and they would just like caress your face and just wipe it down and some people would put it as like a hindi spot in the middle of your forehead and they would just say happy holy and i just think that meant that they were like blessing you with with goodness for the future yeah it, it was, was really fab. nice yeah it was such a lovely like heartwarming and and friendly um festival i would love to have that here yeah, especially with that family. Like, even though there was that one like drunk uncle, it was so, yeah. smashed. So we did find a family to eventually stop. <laughs> well, it was the first people that we kind of yeah they were called with. us over, didn't they? Mm. So we parked up and went over, and they were a huge family. It wasn't like yeah. a couple of kids. They were all there. There was probably about thirty-five of them. Yeah, and they had the dancing girls dancing, and, and the kids want you know giving the kids powder, and they were throwing it on us. It like was so cool. Proper little Indian faces. They yeah. were beautiful, weren't they? So cute, weren't so they? So cute. Yeah, that was really. We were buzzing after that because we kind of were like, we we would love to spend it with an Indian family, and then we want to try and go somewhere that's like, not clubby because we're not clubby type of people. But somewhere, somewhere else that was different. So we would kind of have two different experiences. And we got to do that, didn't we? Yeah, it was class. Because like, after that, we then drove Chapati around just to see a few more scenes. And there was like people like off their heads. There was people offering us all kinds of drugs as well, wasn't there? Yeah. Well, you get that on a normal day and go or anyway. Not yeah. just because it was a festival. Yeah, but what like, was it? I don't know. They were offering us coke and crack and all kinds of dodgy shit. Bloody hell. And there was people passed out on the side of the streets. Yeah, there was one Indian man and I, I had to feel like he was actually breathing, but I was just like, it was only like midday. I was like, you're having a good time, fella. He's just on the floor, like shirt undone. He's got his jeans on, no shoes. Just had a good time. He, so must, a wicked he must have been the one who said yes to that crack and the cocaine. <laughs> Probably, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, Holy was, um, it was good. Like, I'm so glad we found that family because then yeah. after that, we we ended up going to a house party because I was so not a house party a pool party because mm-hmm. I was so rough. I I had one beer stupidly and my stomach was just kicking off. Yeah, and um, but every, I don't... everyone was just like raving and I was like, oh god. Yeah, this is... I don't know how that hotel, which was a beautiful hotel, literally, it, you can go up onto the balcony, look over the pool, and then the pool is looking over the beach. It's right on the mm. beachfront. The per- the pool was purple yeah from all the paint everybody was jumping in they had all paint on them i was like oh, oh my god stinking. it's gonna take so much money to fix this but yeah everyone there was quite young you know they were drinking and you had to get bar um tabs to, to buy beer and stuff it was good though it was it was such a lovely day as well and we were covered in in colors by the end of it there was there was not one white spot left on us which was yeah it was fab yeah it was even though the inside of chapati was all stained with brown like someone got us with brown i was thinking ew change your colors sure it was paint maybe they were just angry (laughs) maybe (laughs) took a leaf out of our books so um day 44 basically we moved further north in goa and i was just like i think i held it in all day for holy yeah, just, what? Like how ill I was. Right. And it just took so much energy on me. So the next day was basically, there's a lot about diarrhea and plain rice and stuff. Yeah. But I was just in bed all day. Remember yeah, that tough. that weird hotel? We had to drive up like a dirt track and then there was like a row of rooms. Do you no. remember that? And we had a photo shoot with Chapati like a few days later. No, of course I don't remember it. Oh, okay. But anyway, yeah, more poo. Um, so that's great. Day 45. Was I fighting fit at this point? Was you I were, all right? You were fine, yeah. You hadn't had a bad stomach in the whole time we'd been there. 45 days in and you hadn't well, had... Well, you, you get do- a dodgy one, don't you? But I'd never had the full experience. The like, full the, blown, the moment yeah. you hit Delhi, everything changes because the hygiene changes. So mm. you're... you're but you were tr- a trooper. like Pretty strong. It's always me who gets the bad bellies, isn't it? Yeah, I think so, yeah. You usually end up in hospital, not me. That's true, actually. But obviously, my time was yet to come, so hold that thought. So here we go. This is day 45. Um, this is one of our last days in North Goa. Okay. And this is, it ends what with What did a, we spend, like three days there? Uh, three or four days, yeah. I think, yeah. We were, we were running out of time, weren't we? And we still needed yeah. to get to Kerala, so... And we'd heard the south is beautiful, so we wanted to kind of get down there because it's meant to be more chilled. Yeah. Day 45, had a full eight hours. It's the first time I'd slept for about four or five days, wow. I think. Had a full eight hours, managed to get up and head out for the day to Arambol Beach. The weather was fair, but the beach was full of tourists and pretty stinking. 
took a walk over to Kalacha Beach slash Sweet Lake, which was okay. The walk there was a tunnel of tourist shops selling utter shite. Oh, yeah. Went to a random restaurant for food and headed home. North Goa is officially a shithole. Oh, my goodness. Well, <laughs> don't hold back on nothing, Craig. I told you it was, some, it was a truth bomb. If we've got any Indian people listening right now, they're going to hate you. Honestly, though, it was. The, the, <laughs> those parts of it were just so grim. Like, Don't I know, take it back on nothing. I know there's like small villages like outside of the tourist spots, but literally you're trying to walk to so, like this, you know, hidden sweet lake. And it, yeah. do you remember? It was like around a cliff. And it was, it was like rocks to climb over, but then there were still shops just yeah. selling like garbage. Yeah, and... it wasn't like a walkway. It was a market that yeah. you'd walk through to get to it. It was yeah, just a sure. constant market there. So yeah, I mean, <laughs> I mean, some people love this stuff, Craig. Some people like uh, want to go on holiday there because I love market shopping. And I love being don't go in a... To, don't go North Goa, lads. I'm I love being <laughs> in a touristy spot where there's all westernised food and stuff. So this might be someone's ideal place. So just because you don't like it doesn't mean nobody else will. If you go there and you enjoy it, I'll, I'll give you a list of a million other places that you could go. That would be ten times better. How about that? That doesn't make sense. Well, if you enjoy that, you'll enjoy Butlins. Do you know what I mean? You'll enjoy Blackpool. I know a lot of people that go to Butlins. But you are digging a hole, mate. You just stop right <laughs> oh, now. I know offence to Butlins. It's meant to be quite good. <laughs> I went a couple of years ago for my friend's birthday. I bet you did. Dressed up as a Queen of Hearts. I'm sick of costume making. I looked wicked. <laughs> okay, so moving on now. This is uh, Amy's... Uh, hang on, just one second. Have you ever been to Blackpool? No. Then shut your mouth. You can't say nothing about it. People <laughs> bloody love Blackpool. Blackpool Tourism Board, if you're listening right, to bad, this... Bad example. Invite us, right? Bad example. We'll come and show how bloody good it is. I'm telling you, North Goa is a mess. Don't go there. Don't even listen to him. Right, so the next few days, Amy May makes her debut. She's never been sick, right? 46 days in, this kid's been going. If you can't see right now, which you can't, uh, I've got my arms up like Arnie. Yeah. I am a strong person. So day 46, we Megan and Justin had headed south, and they were like, guys, we got some, um, I don't know how they had them, tokens, but for like a, the hotel they were staying in, they had tokens for drinks and stuff. They were like, come to our hotel, it's really nice, we'll have a pool day. Mm. We we're like, that sounds amazing, like we need some rest. We need nothing to do. We need a yeah. day off filming, let's Perfect. go and just chill at the pool. And it was it was amazing, like we hung out in the pool, just floated about, like had a few drinks. Good chats. Good chats. They're and just, great, they're great people, they are yeah, people, in they? Really cool people, yeah, So and we needed it just to wind down. And then we ate in their restaurant, which was like... Four yeah, star. Four star, posh, decent meal. It was very, meal. very posh. Can you remember what you ate? Uh, yeah, I had a curry. A curry, did you? I had a curry. Was it nice? It was lush, yeah. Yeah? Mm-hmm. You'll be regretting that in a minute. Ah. Uh. I remember because uh, I was I was there. Um, so the next day we were in South Goa now um, in a place called Viniola, Viniola Holiday Home, which was really nice if you're going to be in South Goa. I don't remember. Why don't you remember this? Viniola Holiday Home. This is, this is the one. This is the one. Oh, I remember. Yeah. Of course I do. Got carried down in your bag. So it's a bit deep. This is a big... Bit deep the start of this podcast entry. Say it podcast. right, because we need to diary. We need to let these people know that in hindsight it was very funny, but yeah. when we were there, I literally thought I was going to die. So I'm not talking about this. Is a bit before that. Oh, carry on. So at this, don't have to be dramatic just yet. At this point, I was like, I was recovering, and I was like, from all the driving, I was just physically and mentally exhausted. We we both were, weren't we? And we yeah. were like, oh my God, we can't end. Like, the series was so sick, if we do say so ourselves. <laughs> um, we'd done really good, like, edits, and, and, you know, we'd been filming, like, quite a lot to get in the best stuff for you guys to watch. And then when it came to this point, we were done. Mm. We were so past it. We were like... And then that that plays on our mental health then because this is our job in a way and we want we want to put out the best content we have which is a little bit of a problem we've got we can't just be like oh just do that and it'll be fine like yeah. we, we always go above and beyond what we can try and do yeah and we, we we weren't even daily vlogging we weren't even vlogging in the evenings like we hadn't picked up the camera for a long time and we were near done weren't yeah. we, we were or we done. hadn't gone anywhere because we were f- so physically drained. We just spent a lot of time in our hotel room. So, what were you saying? Back to the diary extract. Back to the registered, scheduled diary. So, 
woke up and meditated to a meet your higher self video, which was eye-opening and crazy. I cried my eyes out and felt liberated. Congratulations. I this mean... is how fragile I was. <laughs> like I was, I usually like at home, I, I get a really good routine where I do like a bit of yoga and meditate. I'm not like any, you know, like, I'm not a hippie. Gandhi's talking. I'm not a hippie Gandhi's or anything like that. talking. But I like a little meditate. And a friend of mine, I was telling him how like worn out I was. And he was like, you should try this meditation. It's mad. So I did it, met my higher self, felt liberated and literally cried in the balcony. Uh, your first intro to a bit of Delhi belly, a yeah. bit of Indian belly. Can you talk like a veteran? So I always said to myself, like, I, if, I don't know if you know me that well. We should do a get to know us because I don't think people really know. I'm quite... Uh, I'm Well, no, I won't say I'm a worrier. My mum's a worrier. But I always knew that if I got ill in India, I would end up in hospital. It wouldn't just be a oh, you're sick, you're, you know, whatever. Uh, I would, I know I would make myself panic and I know I would end up in hospital. And that's I, exactly what happened. I feel like you preempt those things. 100%. I did, I did that to myself. I know I did, yeah. but I couldn't help it. Like, it was a running joke before we went because I was like, you might as well book in a bed in an Indian hospital for me right now. Mm. You know, we were saying that joking before we actually got there. Mm. But because I, because I scared myself... I think it's got to do with my background. We are going to get a little bit deep here now. Okay, go on. But because, I, I don't know if you know, but I had cancer when I was 17. And I obviously, I had eight months worth of chemotherapy and I got treated and I I'm, I was given the all clear. So at that moment in time, the, the hospital was my safe place. I had a lot of panic attacks after um, having the treatment and everything. And I would be like, I've got to go to hospital. And that's where I would then like, settle and either they'd keep me overnight or whatever and I'd feel okay so I think that sort of just come through into my life with me so when something bad happens I'm like I need to be in the hospital they'll they'll make me better you know Mm, mm. which they did but yeah I think that's what goes on in my head so so yeah I, I stress myself out when I'm sick and I get myself so worked up that my breathing goes wrong. And yeah, I had like exorcist hands. They were like, because mm. I didn't have enough either You're, oxygen you, or... Yeah, you got too much blood. carbon dioxide. That's what it is, because I'm not breathing out. Yeah. So if you ever get like that, you're supposed to use a brown bag, aren't That's you? right, yeah. No, too much oxygen. It, it, no, it is No, because if you use a bag, you get the carbon dioxide back in. Yeah, whatever so, it is. Panic attacks, use, use a brown bag. Yeah. So after coming in from crying from a meditation, Amy's there on the bed, I like, curled up like the exorcist. Sorry. Um, and with a bit of spew on her chin. Uh-huh. And um, and when Amy goes into those zones, she doesn't really communicate that well. She literally just grunts. She's like, uh, uh. I'm like, are you okay? She's like, uh, and she can't speak. And I'm like, don't know what to do. So yeah. her hands are curling up and I start panicking a little bit. It's quite a scary sight. It's like half with the world and half not. Mm. And and honestly, I was rolling around that bed. The The... Because it was really, really painful in my stomach and I, I just couldn't stay still. And I was trying to go for showers one night to try and take my mind off it and cool myself down because I was boiling. But I couldn't walk at the same time. It was that it was that bad. So I, I ended up calling an ambulance. I ran downstairs to tell the guy in reception to call an ambulance. And uh, and they turn up. You know when you think, oh, paramed- paramed- yeah, paramedics going to rock up. You know, they have a, a nice, smart outfits on with the proper shoes they're cool calm collected yeah this little kid shows up he's about four foot two he's got a pair of flip-flops of jeans and like a white nurse's jacket on <laughs> and he comes in the room and he doesn't know what to do he's kind of looking at me and panicking i'm like um you're supposed <laughs> to be the paramedic mate what's going on so we had to run downstairs and the guy who was in the hotel next door he's a bigger fella so i was like we need your help he and the paramedic guy gets this little bag out of the ambulance it was almost like a bin bag with handles. And I, and before they go in the room, I'm having to like put pants on Amy because she's starkers as well. I didn't. And try and dress her. Because I'd been trying to shower and not. So I've got wet hair and I'm just like, get all the clothes off me because I was I had a big temperature, didn't I? Yeah. So it was me, this little paramedic fella, the guy from next door and the receptionist carrying Amy down the stairs in like a, a bin bag, basically, with her legs I'm like, out. I am not getting in that, I swear to God. So I've been lifted and put in to, yeah. So we would have stretchers in this in this country, but think of that stretcher as like 
something that would turn into a bag once you get on it. So I'm literally like, my my shoulder, my shoulders are nearly touching my chest, like, and I'm everything's crossed and I'm squished into this bag. <laughs> I can't see anything because I'm like, it was su- such a surreal feeling because I was kind of fainting but kind of not. I was like in such a weird. Mm, it was weird. You were yeah, in and out. I weren't. I wasn't really with the world. So anyway, we get her in the ambulance, and um, this guy's more concerned about filling out a questionnaire than he is about trying to sort Amy out. And it's like, it looks in the ambulance like they've just had a house party in there. Oh it's like covered in dust. Um, there's like, no, it's, nothing's organised. It looks like everything's just, like the ambulance has rolled itself and <laughs> there's stuff everywhere. <laughs> and this guy's going, sir, what is mum's name? I'm like, we need to cool her down. Like, she's too hot. It was like, it was the hottest day on record yeah, as well. Yeah, yeah. Um, so he looks at me. He stands up and there's a tiny fan in the corner of the ambulance in the top left. And then he pulls a little string and it's like, <laughs> I'm like, mate, what are you doing? So he's still trying to ask me these questions. And I, I'm frantically looking around the ambulance to try and find something. And I find this crusty tea towel. God knows what they were using it for. And I start swinging this tea towel around, trying to give Amy a bit of a breeze on her face. I think I've taught you well, though, haven't I? Because I'm, I'm a bit of a fainter. It happens every now and again. And I, and I just need to be cooled down. You need to throw water on me or, like, fan me with something. And, and I, instantly I'll start feeling better. So I think that's what you tried to do, wasn't it? Yeah. I was just panicking. like Because I, I, even though Amy goes into these zones, I'm used to it. But sometimes, like this time in particular, she wasn't responding. So I was having to like check her pulse. Her hands were still curled up. And so I was just like trying to keep her cool. And I was like trying to make sure you were still awake. You wanted the paramedic to give me something in the ambulance, didn't you? Because I needed something. And he's going, sir, what's mum's name? Like, how old is she? I was like, I don't care about your form. Like for now, I'm just trying to keep you cool. So I was like freaking out. And Amy always says to me, like, if this happens, like make sure you film it. But I'm like, I'm not about to whip a camera out and start filming you like with your hands curled up in the hospital. Yeah, it was scary. So yeah, filmed it though. (laughs) I did get a clip as you were coming out because I had like when we turned up to the hospital, the actual doctors and nurses came out. Yeah. So I was able to get a clip of you getting like carried out in a proper stretcher. Did it have like a wheel, wheel? Yeah, you got blue lighted, mate. Did it have that sound? Yeah. Oh, that was one of my like bucket list things. <laughs> what a strange human being is you are. Is to get blue lighted <laughs> in an ambulance. That's mad. Why would you want that as a thing? Sick. <laughs> Mental. So I'll just carry on with the rest of this little extract. Um, got in a dusty ambulance and drove about 30 minutes to the hospital. Was it half hour? Yeah. Oh, it, it was, was the, the longest worst... half an hour yeah, ever. It was it so was bumpy as well. It was my life. I just felt oh, utterly like shit. I bet you did. Waving a crusty tea towel around, trying to keep Amy cool while she drifted in and out of consciousness. Got to the hospital and they gave her injections of painkillers and antibiotics. After half an hour, she was right as rain. I honestly... Faking the whole time. I wasn't faking it. I'm a good dramatic actress if I was faking it. But no, honestly, whatever they gave me... Was it a drip? They put a a needle in my arm and gave it through IV. Mm, They were really (sighs) nice in there as well sorted me right out i didn't even know where it was i didn't even know what was around me because my eyes hadn't been opened and i was mm. just like you know when you're just praying to yourself like please feel better soon please feel better soon i couldn't even sleep this one off because i didn't even know what was happening yeah but yeah i felt so much better and i was just like oh thank you god you were so relieved i don't know they must like if you can think of you feeling the worst you've ever felt and then someone comes up and goes oh, i've got a miracle pill you're like that ain't gonna work yeah they literally gave me everything i needed and i felt oh it's mad, like isn't human. it? I could have kissed them all. I really could have. I know exactly how you felt as well, because when, when we were doing the Mongo Rally, did the Mongo Rally? Did you know that? Actually, actually yeah, for that's real. brilliant. So, and, that's a great, did you film it? Yeah, I filmed quite a bit. It's on YouTube? It, yeah. It's, yeah. Just King, a, King of Mongo Rally? There's a documentary on the whole series, yeah. Amazing. Um, we ended up in Uzbekistan. I was in a hospital, and the same thing happened to me. I couldn't get up for like a whole day. I was like migraines i couldn't eat any food i was just sweating we knew there was a problem with you there didn't we and then i went in what was like this woman's room where she had gold teeth and she gave me a few injections and like, i was like right as rain yeah. in like two hours i was like oh my god i could run a marathon yeah you've got a wind haven't you amazing what, what are they in. giving us <laughs> but the funniest part was we got amy in there it was such a random hospital it was like boxes everywhere like under the beds it was almost like they were like in the middle of moving from one hospital to another okay it was weird i didn't know it was really weird. Um, 
The hospital bill was 900 rupees. Wow, that sounds like a lot, Craig. No, I don't think it is. No, it was six pounds. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> six quid. We spent 24 quid that day. We had 200 on drinks, 600 on food and 500 on a takeaway. <laughs> so, the, but the funniest part... Have you written part, all that down? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I should have said what we spent because I literally keeping. wrote on everything. But yeah, the, the funniest part is we got there and because we'd rushed Amy in, she didn't have any shoes on. <laughs> I, I had no shoes on. I think I had your boxers on and a pink <laughs> yeah, t-shirt. Yeah. And because I was getting in and out of the shower before they came, my hair was naturally dry. I looked like a lioness. It was ridiculous. Oh, it was so and I funny. had super... The, I've actually got the glasses on now. Super round glasses like Harry Potter. I looked like a crackhead. You did look The mad. definition of what a crackhead looks like. No, nah, you didn't look like a crackhead. It was just funny that you didn't have shoes on, though. No shoes. Um, so I had to try and find a rickshaw. That was just a mission. Like, as soon as you come out, you're like, oh, we're in India again. We had to try and barter for a rickshaw. And it is And we boring. didn't even know where we were staying. We had to, it took us ages because I think my phone had died or something. Really? I, I couldn't remember where we, we were staying. We managed to get back anyway. Someone um, was going to charge us like a silly amount to take us in a car. And we were like, no, no, we'll get a rickshaw because you're, you know you. You're just like, I am not paying above the odds. When it, maybe it was like a thousand for a car yeah. and two fifty for a rickshaw. When we, and he was like, Well, good luck trying to find a rickshaw. Oh, we got one. Oh, yeah. You should have seen us getting home. I had no shoes on. I still felt, you know, dodgy. We're in the back of this rickshaw. Who, who's indicator? Whenever he put the indicator on, what noise did it make? I can't remember. It was like, Ah, ah, ah. Got Amy home in a rickshaw. And let her sleep. I headed for some food and found a lush little beach called Carmona. Had some pasta and a swim and then came back to check on Captain Blue Light. Some <laughs> <laughs> <what> you wrote. <laughs> I quite like that uh, one. Headed back to the beach for a chill and sunset swim. I met a dog with holy paint on his head. Oh, this remember lush. Him? Oh. Me and you, remember? Yeah, it was blue. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's right. I think, yeah, he was hanging around our hotel, wasn't he? was cute, yeah. Little white what dog. A baby. Yeah, I love that. Someone's blessed him. Yeah, he's been blessed. So, um, so that's South Goa so far. Great start, but it was so nice. Goa. No, this is South Goa. Oh, sorry. We'd driven south, haven't we? I'm not sure where I am. <laughs> but yeah, I knew it was going to be lush down there because I'd heard that like, the beaches were really nice and they were really like deserted. And yeah. We were staying in this little town, and like yeah, just down the road, it was like this empty beach with this like little cafe there, and it was about maybe one person that came the mm-hmm. whole time. There's mm-hmm. loads of sunbeds. The, the the sand was clean and the ocean was clean. Oh, we went in the ocean. Yeah, didn't we? it was yeah. just lush. Like, cause if you go to Anjuna and in North Goa, the sea's brown literally. Mm, like, but, like most of the rest of India on the west side. Yeah, like but the, but at this point, like the sea was like crystal clear it was this lush. is what we were we wanted wasn't it because yeah. you're a beach bum completely I love it. Yeah. I'm, I'm a city gal but craig loves beach yeah so um eventful, eventful. to say the least yeah. well i was gonna um i feel i feel really i'm like oh bloody hell you know went through it again <laughs> <laughs> well trying to like describe the emotions you felt and everything you're like oh god i feel a bit sick <laughs> I've got actually only got one day left in my diary because I think after Goa I gave up. I was just so done with it. Oh no, you didn't do. No, I didn't keep going. I should have, but I think it was only like another week. A lot happened, but I stopped diary extracting. We'll have to watch the vlogs to remind us of what happened. Yeah. So I guess this is going to be the penultimate podcast. Well, there's one day left of South Goa, and then we move to Kerala. So I'll read this day out. Okay, I'll take care. The best cure. For food poisoning is a trek to a beach in the blistering heat. Don't you think, eh? Absolutely not. Like, who? (laughs) So after Amy's dramatic hospital visit, where she faked being ill. Dramatic but necessary. The next day, we tried to go to, well, we went to a place called Kakolam Beach, which wasn't... Sorry, this is like one of those hidden ones, wasn't it? Mm, Which wasn't easy to find, but it was very beautiful. It was a small, co- a small cove tucked away with palm trees and lush waters. Amy was fuming most of the way down and up, but there was a small sh- shack selling cold drinks and there was another place pumping trance music. This is what Craig does to me. Like, we couldn't be more opposite when we travel sometimes. So he's like, okay, I mean... I mean I think I made the first mistake of actually finding this beach. And then he's like, all right, we'll go to it. And then I read that it's about... 
500 plus steps down. Quite steep to get to this beautiful nah. bay. Easy. No, it was. <laughs> um, I was. I just been to the hospital like the day before. Thinking, I still didn't have my bloods up and my sugars and all that jazz. So yeah, when we got down there, I was just like, I'm, I'm, I'm not a lover of the beach anyway. Like I don't soak the whole time you got there. I don't really like lush beach to ourselves in the corner away from the techno music. Yeah, there was no one in the sea. There was nobody there. Could have gone in for like a lush swim, just soak the whole time. I was. She was soaking because she knew she had to walk back up. I just don't so do walking. No, I'm not. No. I'm grateful for everything we did apart from that. Um. So yeah, I enjoyed that beach. It was nice, and then. Um, but it was very hot that day. It was fucking boiling, wasn't it? Fab. Well done for making me do that <laughs> day after. And then to make things better, we decided then, we tried to go to another beach, but it was too hectic for Chapati to get down there. Then we ended up at Palolum Beach. Um, and Amy wanted to kayak in the backwaters. That's so that quite, was your idea. That's quite a... Um, is this all on the same day? Yeah, it was the same day, yeah. So we... Um, so the backwaters of Goa and Kerala are like infamous for not infamous, famous. Yeah. For just being beautiful and it being such a relaxing time and everything. And I was just like, oh, let's try and do that then. And somebody was hiring out kayaks. I knew I would go at the back and I wouldn't do so much, too much work. And that's what happened. We went. Not much to write home about, was there? We didn't no, get was... far. I think we had a fight on the way as well. Yeah, I think, I think we were both. Stop speaking to me. I think we were just shattered and starving, weren't we? You were hungry. Don't travel with Craig, guys, because the the minute his belly goes, might be hungry soon. <laughs> he starts throwing shit. That's exactly what happens, and it's just ridiculous to to travel with. You can't you cannot reason with him. Oh, I can't argue with that, really, can I? <laughs> oh, you're obviously not hungry. <laughs> Dickhead fan. <laughs> Uh, we were both so we were both so hungry at this point, as we hadn't eaten since breakfast. After the sunset, we stopped at a vegan cafe and ate some delicious food. Had an unprofessional Skype call on the side of the road with the company, and then drove one hour on treacherous roads back to our homestay. An hour. Yeah, it was an hour. Goodness me! I didn't think it was that long, but do you remember that? That was the like. Our one rule was like, we won't drive at night. Yeah. And that night, we, we got to this point on the trip where we were going up and down these winding, like mountainous roads. And in India, they they have these huge trucks that people drive. And you see a lot of them overturned in ditches and stuff. Do you remember? A lot of like, them. Like shit loads of them. And there's like a lot of talk about how people drink to keep driving. Yeah, those kind to stay of things. Because they, yeah. And they take... Yeah, all kinds. So we were like, it was pitch black and we were miles away. So yeah, we drove an hour down these roads. And these trucks, they're mental. Because like, you're going around like a hairpin turn and the truck will overtake you on the turn. Yeah, they don't give <laughs> a mad. shit. mad. So you're driving, you're like screaming for most of it. And like, yeah. We're slamming just... on our brakes so they can take over really illegally. Yeah. But it's just, yeah, it's, it's a stressful time. You forget about those because like, you don't really film that either. Yeah. And you, it becomes so normal that I didn't write about it in the diary yeah. either. You be, you became like accustomed to, to driving to danger. safely. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. To, to avoid that. You did really well. Like Cheers, We never babes. crashed once, did we? Did you hit a pole? Oh, I only scuffed it, you, you know. Might have only because the people were putting me off. Reversed into a pole at one point. Give it a little ding, didn't I? Oh, Add some character. Show her who's boss, innit? Right, so we've reached the part of the podcast where Captain Blue Light's got some facts for us. <laughs> oh, this is everyone's best part of the vlog, this is. Oh, we need a new little tune. There you go, that's your tune. <laughs> okay, so uh, as per last year, last podcast, sorry. Last year. <laughs> I have Googled uh, best fact ever and come up with a few. Oh, here we go. So. I bet you we've heard some of these before, but go well, on. Well, remember me telling you in the last podcast that I've kind of run out of India facts. I'm sure there's thousands out there. <laughs> I just couldn't find them. So um, these are all just based on travel or the world or the human population, you mm, know? I know. So if you had to guess how much bacteria lived on Earth... In numbers, in numerical, right? So, how how much would you say? I mean, what's more than a trillion? 
a quadrillion. Is that right? Yeah. It's, it's more than that. It's got to be more than quadrillions. Okay, so, so many. 40 quadrillion. So, <laughs> so the answer <laughs> is, it's around four quadrillion quadrillion. Close. I'm, that's close, isn't it? That's only because I gave you the, the answer. I was going to go with trillion. I was going to go with 30 trillion, and then I thought about it. But think of that. Four quillion... Quill- <laughs> sorry. sorry Four quillion quadrillions. <laughs> Four quadrillion quadrillion. Yeah, that didn't surprise me. Wow, like you can't even fathom that number in your head, can you? Germs on germs on germs. However, not all bacteria are bad, Craig. In yeah. fact, some of those itty-bitty biological cells are actually good for us and aid the world in various and complex ways. Fantastic. Okay, fact number two. <laughs> um, okay, so I'll try and get you to guess this one as well. So currently, the people that are alive represent how much percentage do you think of the total number of people who have already lived? Whoa, that's a complicated question. Yeah. You've got your brain on? Say that again one more time. So people who currently are alive represent how much percentage of the total number of people who have ever lived. Oh, like no point no 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 one. Seven percent. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so six billion. So we're seven percent of all the people that have lived. Have lived and have died, do you know what I mean? In yeah, the yeah. world altogether. So okay. that's crazy. We're only seven percent that are alive so now. If you were to just, you know, make it easier and say six percent, then there's been a hundred ish billion people. I've lived. Yeah. Is that right? <laughs> Any mathematicians out there? <laughs> I think so. People who are currently alive represent about 7% of the total number of people who have ever lived. Yeah, so about 100 billion-ish. bit more. I don't know what you're talking about. You you sound really wrong. Well, six is about 6 billion people on the planet, isn't there? Yeah. And you're saying they represent 7%. Yeah. But to make things easier, if you were to just round it down, mm. say, to 6%. Yeah. 6%... A percentage is over 100, isn't it? Yeah. So it would be 100. You're doing 10%, though, aren't you? No, it's not 10%, is it? 6%, and then if you were to do the full 100% of who's lived, mm. that would be 100 billion, because it's 100% and right, not okay. 6. get you. I don't really care, to be honest. <laughs> All right, next fact. Um, Africa and Asia are home to nearly how much percentage of the world's rural population? Oh... Africa and Asia. Africa and Asia. It's quite So high. the people who live in those con- on those continents represent... How much percentage of the world's rural population? That's a complicated co- question. I don't know, 20? It's 90%. So P- Africa and Asia are home to nearly 90% of the world's rural population. What does that mean? Most of them live in a country. Yep. Cheers, drive. You're welcome. I thought one was quite, <laughs> quite um, interesting. Okay, uh, last one. More than fifty-two percent of the world's population is under thirty years old. Really? Yeah. I thought it'd be the opposite. I thought there'd be more older people. Do you, do... I thought it was. No, that's a fact. Regardless a of fact, what people are facts. saying in our reviews, facts are facts, lads. Fact, factorial knowledge. Factorial. Coming straight for your face. So, I guess we'll end on that then, is it? Yeah, it's a bit of a, of a, sh- of a shit one to end <laughs> on, but... Nah, I always love your fact time, babes. Thank you. Um, so, yeah, this is the penultimate episode. We've got one left, which is the roundup of the series. I've quite enjoyed reliving India so far. I love, I love it. I do, honestly. India... It's from the safety of my own bedroom. Yeah. Yeah, without getting explosive <laughs> with, with diarrhea. Your that. What? <laughs> I do love India, though. It's like one of those places I just feel like everybody has to go to just to just appreciate life and appreciate the culture and how they live. And <gasps> I just want to go back. Mm. I just want to go back so much. Imagine we went back to where's place that we missed that um, Varanasi. Um, Varanasi. Mm. Oh, see now, Varanasi would be an incredible podcast. We yeah. could do it daily mm. if we went there. Maybe we'll do that. That is basically where people um, get cremated just on the side of the rivers 
Um, the Ganges. Yeah, and you see it all. You, you see it all. Mad. People take their family members to Varanasi to get cremated. I, um, I forgot. To, I forgot to say about this. It's quite fitting. Amy asked me the other day a bunch of questions, like thinking I wouldn't get them all right. Questions about her and if I knew her properly. Oh, it was just like a Facebook thing, yeah. Mm, got most of them right, and then she said uh, her favourite food is Indian, so I made her a tali. Oh god, yeah. How good was that? Go on, give me a rating. So uh, the the amount of ramekins he used was incredible. <laughs> what did we have? Six. I ramekized that plate one time. <laughs> That's my new favourite word. Ramekized. Yeah. Oh, it was great. We had like. That's not a real word, by the way. Beans like fried in special spices, Tandori. and then. We had um, proper curry with mango in it, which is exotic. Mm. Who do you think you are, Joe? Who's Joe? I've never oh. watched it. I, <laughs> I actually haven't seen that, but there's so many memes on it. Was it Tiger Kingdom? Tiger Kingdom, yeah. It's worth a shot. Um, and then you had rice in the middle, ramekin. And then what else did we have? Uh, like garlic-infused vegetables, oh baked God. vegetables. And they were brilliant, like just for standard vegetables. It was... I do my bit, you know. Yeah, it was beautiful. So thanks for that. You're welcome. If anyone wants to dine at my restaurant, it's uh, £44 per head. <laughs> um, so yeah, that's it, lads. Um, get us back to number one. Leave us a review, if you will. Yeah. We don't ask for much. Should we Should we start asking, like DM us on whatever you've got us on, um, themes for season three? Yeah. We've got a few in our brains, but, mm-hmm. but nothing's screaming at us yet. Not is yet, it? no. So, yeah, if you've got any themes that you'd like to talk us about, some, somebody's mentioned the Mongol Rally, that we yeah. should go through those kind of stories. Mm-hmm. However, we don't have a diary extract for that, so no. I feel like we forget most of it. Yeah, I think we could tr- tr- probably piece together It a would bunch still of stuff. be sick, because yeah. the Mongol Rally, I don't know if we've mentioned it, but it was <laughs> top-notch, such a good trip as well. At least if we do a podcast on it, we won't have to apologise for constantly talking about it. Yeah, I know. <laughs> And also, um, we're getting new podcasting gear, which will allow us to ring people. Mm. So keep that in mind. Maybe we'll do competitions or something soon. Yeah, that would be Phone-ins amazing. Phone-ins and that. That'd be great. So yeah, if you haven't already, um, we've got a newsletter which you can sign up to, uh, which we're going to be doing more frequently. There's going to be one coming out soon. Just like book recommendations, some jokes to keep you laughing, like yeah. updates with us behind the scenes. And we're also doing like throwback pictures of me and Amy. Some absolute stinkers. Hang on a minute. I, did, I wasn't aware of that. Oh, you wait till this week's one. Okay. It's going to be a belter. Fantastic. So yeah, if you want to sign up to that, click the link in our description on Instagram or if you're on Spotify, you can click it there as well. Fab. Um, what else? Well, considering about 15 minutes ago, we were saying Tara, maybe we should say Tara. <laughs> It's been a long wind down. But yeah, thanks for joining us, lads. Honestly, it means a lot. Everyone who's been sharing it on their Instagram or like messaging us saying, oh, the podcast's wicked. Yeah. Thanks, guys. It we means can always a lot. do with a share, can't we? Yeah. Because we never ask anyone to share because I think we're too proud, don't we? Hmm. So technically, I didn't ask anyone. <laughs> <laughs> King in it for number one, baby. One, two, three. Bye. bye.